I'm pressing record. It's a good story, wasn't it? Yeah. Basically, like, okay, do you want an intro? <clears throat> Let me get my annoying throat clearing up. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> right, you go. Uh, greetings, listeners. You're listening to the after side. I love this, Kyle. Come on, let's try again, shall we? Come on. Greetings, listeners. You're listening to the afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Colson and Kyle Wise. Well, hi, Kyle. It's so great to see you. It's good to see you too, man. We're having a good catch up, weren't we? Um, this week, yeah. the C word. No, not that C word. The other <laughs> C word. Well, both are equally as bad as one another, but we're talking That's about. That's not true because in London, everyone's throwing the C word. No, they don't. That is a myth. Actually, it really? Yeah, and also it started in the US now. I keep hearing it on TV shows. I'm like, oh, we've 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 elevated our curse words to use the C word, have we? Well, of course, we're we're talking about the big C, which is cancer in this instance, yeah. uh, as opposed to the curse word that we were talking about a second ago, um, <clears throat> and Nicola's story, which was quite something, really quite something. And she's a very old friend. Um, I remember the time when we all found out that she had cancer and. Just that whole business about, oh, by the way, you've got about a 65% chance to make it past five years. Probably way less than that to make it any further. And good luck with that. Cheerio. Let's start chemo and radiation and all those things that come with that kind of diagnosis. Yeah, that's... I mean, if you if you break that down, like, first off, they're like, the odds aren't great. Mm-mm. Secondly, like, five years, like you probably like play everything in your head that you mm. wanted to do and you were going to do. And, you know, and also let me like go through this, like drug and process that like just destroys your body. Yeah. It, it is, it takes some guts to reject the yeah. tried and tested typical Western medicine. But you also have to say, <clears throat> And forgive me those of you who are listening, who are affected, who are currently suffering. Um, I do not mean to be assumptuous or presumptuous in anything that I'm saying, but people who have chemotherapy and radiotherapy seem to have an extremely rough ride over, over the whole thing. And do I have a sense in my mind that they recover from that and they never have cancer ever again? Not really. I've had some experience with friends in cancer and chemo and radiation and, you know, it seems to be a bit of a potluck. Obviously, like, it's back. You're going to die or you got it. But now you got this or it's you're putting your body through immense stress, aren't you, by going down that road? Yeah. You know, I we're as far as I know. We're not doctors. We're medical professionals. We, you know, we used to say that almost every episode, and for some reason, I think <laughs> for some reason we stopped saying that, and now I think we've decided we are we are medical professionals. We're not. Yeah. We're literally not. Um, you know, I had someone very close to me. His name was Father Dave, who went through pancreatic cancer and chemo, and then ended up succumbing to his cancer. Mm. And, you know, they, I don't know if I, if I had that diagnosis, if I were to do chemo, mm. I think I would be like, 
okay, well, I'm going to enjoy the five years or whatever I have left. So this brings us exactly to the point of this episode and to Nicola's purpose, which was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the chemo, but that doesn't mean I'm giving up. It means I'm not going to give, do the chemo to give myself half a chance of surviving. And if you go to her website, which is in our show notes and you see about her life change and her perspective and her, the way she thinks, the way she breathes, the way she treats her body, the way she acknowledges her greater power or the universe or everything stopped and then restarted for her. Uh, And it is quite an extraordinary thing. And and for me, it was crazy when she almost made me feel stupid when I said, how long has it been since you got the all clear? And she's like, Luke, I don't think you've been listening. I haven't got the all clear. I just haven't admitted that I've got that the cancer's there and it's taking me out. It's just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, then she said something too, like it was, you know, when you accept your inevitable death, like we're all going to die. And, you know, I really, you know, you and I are young, virile men. We, I mean, we, we, I think it's a far, I mean, it's probably just right around, or it could be right around the corner, but like, it's, you know, in my mind, it's so far off mm. that I'm like, oh, I'll deal with it when I'm 60 to accept that. Or yeah. But when it's like up front, yeah. you know, I think when you accept it, then every day is kind of like a gift. And I really got that from her, that she was like, you know, I got to see my children at like this age. I'm like, yeah. Well, I think maybe you, um, well, it's the fragility of life is one, but when you're faced with your mortality, I think it can only serve to, she said at one point she referred to it as as the gift, the gift of that cancer diagnosis, which if you think about it is completely bonkers because it revolutionized her life and how she, how she is and how she behaves. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, isn't that isn't that crazy? Yeah, and and like she's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah. And she homeschooled her kids for the whole time. Yeah. Because she just didn't believe in the stress and trials and tribulations that children have to go through when you send them to schools with random humans to get taught by other people. And again, no disrespect to the teachers out there, but I'm having, you know, my son, he's, he's started middle school. It's no, it's no easy, it's no easy task. Uh, do I is- wish that I could successfully homeschool him? I do, actually, yes. I think it would be fine. But I don't have the time, effort, energy, willpower, strength, patience, <laughs> <laughs> money <laughs> to do any of those things. I don't, I don't know. Like, middle school is traumatic in a different way. <clears throat> Everyone says that. And for our listeners that aren't in the American schooling system, middle school is... 11 years old. Um, they do this strange thing where you finish elementary school and then you have this weird bridging school from the 11 to 14. So they can pile all the pubescent children into one bracket so they can all have hormones and fight and start taking drugs together before they yeah. come out of a chrysalis and go to high school at the age of 15. Whereas in England, you start school 11 or 13 and then you run all the way through to 17, 18 years old. So you're kind of like... The middle school thing here is, f- creeps me out. It's weird. Right. So I this 
It's going to sound stupid, but... <laughs> Probably, yeah. You're going to ask me something about England, aren't you? Yeah. Come on. Do you guys all just have private schools and you have those jackets that you wear with, like, Dumbledore? You are. Something? That does sound stupid. You're right. <laughs> um, but also, you're correct. Um, so, here it's called uh, public school, which is where you uh, the state pays all the fees. In England, that's called a state school. It's exactly the same. You have a choice. You can send your child to what we call private school and pay ex- extraordinary fees and they wear blazers and ties and sometimes hats and in Eton you even wear like tails and it's you know it's sort of a it's yes it's a it's a thing yeah um but in state school you're still wearing uniform but they are a bit more slack and sometimes the uniform is just like a jump a sweater and a some dark trousers and the the general gist of it is that the state schools are you know where you learn to fend for yourself and fight children in the playground for cigarettes and the public schools unfortunately have an even worse rate that which which are the private schools just to confuse matters to have an even worse reputation where it's privileged people with never-ending money learning how to take drugs and drink from the age of 13 so you can't much the same here but uh, also just for clarity dumbledore is in harry potter he's not a real character (laughs) (laughs) i hope that clears it up (laughs) <laughs> and on that note um oh, we'll man. we'll leave um and thank you for joining us for another amazing episode and another amazing afterthought section and we love you our listeners and please share the love and you know this podcast isn't this podcast without you guys tuning in sharing it with your friends and getting in touch and yeah we're very grateful Not right See kyle you, love you yeah absolutely thanks kyle did i say i love you You can. Okay, I love you, man. I love you too.